good morning, good evening, good afternoon to whoever is listening, wherever you're listening to. I am Elliot Nelson, along with my beautiful wife, because she doesn't like me saying bride, Larissa Nelson. Hello. And you already know what we are, man. We are heirs. And if you are listening to, oh, this is the on air podcast, but you know, our tagline is we are heirs. We are heirs of the kingdom of God. And if you are new here, welcome. You can go back to our last three episodes because we don't have that many because it's only three. No, it's more than three. I'm just being sarcastic. Um, You can go through our last, you know, few episodes. It's, It's not a whole lot to catch up on, but. We are here pointing some of the daughters back to the father. We talk about our life as uh, not only husband and wife and parents, but also business owners, as friends, as Christians, but more importantly, as sons and daughters of the Most High. That's why it's called On Air. If you are new, thank you so much for listening. Uh, And also to those who are returning, thank you so much for your uh, lovely support, especially because, you know, we've been on and off, on and off, on and off, but we just... Appreciate you guys because we do see the downloads every week, every time we do drop. And so you guys are still attentive and still listening. And so we appreciate that. We do have some new scheduling coming your way. So you should be excited about that. Um, But more importantly, uh, if you are new, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. Uh, If you are able to save this on Spotify, I don't know. Don't really care. I just want you to listen to uh, listen on Spotify, share it with a friend uh, and that is it. You'll hear me constantly say what up heirs and co-heirs because that is who we are in the kingdom of God. All right. I said I'm out full. And today episode and today's episode, excuse me, is going to be a mouthful as well. We're talking about knowing your worth. Um, Yeah. Amidst of all the conversation of vaccines and some other stuff that was going on on social media, uh, we kind of landed here on this topic because we just saw some stories about certain things uh, that people actually really believe, which is really, really weird. Uh, and we decided, hey, we, we're going to you know talk about that. And we've always made it a mission to talk about whatever is kind of relative uh, and going on culturally, quote unquote, but also make sure we give our biblical backing and just our insight and our foresight from a wisdom standpoint. So, babe, the ring that you got on, well, you don't have it on right now. A wisdom standpoint. Ooh, that kind of intrigued me because I've been studying Proverbs <laughs> recently. Well, I just moved on from Esther and now I'm in Proverbs. Oh, well, yeah, uh, from a wisdom standpoint. And so, uh, interesting enough, I was asleep and uh, my wife decided to send me a message on Instagram about a certain story that, you know, people were talking about. Um, and it wasn't nothing messy, y'all, because I know how y'all be. Y'all send some stuff to talk about and gossip about folk. We don't necessarily do that. We are literally just showing people stories because, hey, this person said this. This would be interesting to talk about. Uh, and so she came to me and she said, babe, this would be a great podcast topic. So I went through these Instagram stories, y'all. And let me tell y'all, I was so sick, okay? Uh, you can probably explain a little bit more to me because I tried to go back to that person's story and see all the rest of the responses but it was 24 hours so yeah um i'm not sure if y'all follow hayette rita or not but she's an amazing content creator she actually works for facebook and instagram oh that's dope yeah she lives in chicago she's an amazing creator i love her um i saw that she's Ghanaian too so shout yeah out to she's from ghana she travels back and forth from the states to africa um a lot i try to keep up with her i try to keep up with my favorite content creators lives just so I can stay inspired and, you know, you know how that goes. So she had gotten some dental work done. And while she was healing, sorry, guys, I'm being a little ghetto over here and clipping my nails. Mama Larissa. <laughs> but, um, so she had some dental work done and she was resting, laying down. Um, she said she was going to answer a few questions um, while her pain meds kick in or something like that. And so I, I, I don't remember how the conversation even started. I think someone asked her a question. She answered it. There was a bunch of DMs and then she asked another question that led up to it. Mm-hmm. And she, oh, 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 I do remember. She was talking about how she told her partner that she doesn't she doesn't want a ring that costs more than two thousand dollars. 
Well, first off, let's go ahead and praise the Lord for her right. on that one because, <laughs> listen, it's 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 hard out here for these guys, man. Like, yeah, she... I, um, yeah, let's just give her a round of applause. <laughs> but this, this lady is rich, okay? She got some money. Yeah. She's a bomb content creator. Like I said, she works for Facebook and Instagram, and I think her boyfriend is... A famous rapper in Africa or something oh, like that. Oh, in Africa. That means I don't know who he is. And so, yeah, she says she didn't want to post it because she don't want to upset his groupies or anything. <laughs> Are you sure about that or is it because he's well, not? Anyway. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. So she says she didn't want a ring that cost more than $2,000. And I cannot remember her reasoning. I'm not even going to try to say something because I don't want anybody to take what I say and run with it. So she said that, and people went crazy in her DMs, and they started talking about rings and weddings, and the responses that she got blew my mind. I said, Lord have mercy. I did not know that there were still women that think like this out here. It was kind of scary, actually. Um, it made me you, you it, could probably remember the replies better than i can <sighs> yes i can uh so i'm gonna get some I context screen, i should have screenshot it i started oh, to oh my um, god so i think it's well, what's interesting about the the conversation was that like she's she she reminds me of you like yo like i don't really care too much and that and at the beginning when we like finalized like yo like we wanted to get married and i started looking for rings you know, Larissa, I, I guess you don't care about, you know, what, what your ring is, but I don't, she, she literally was like, yo, like I, I'll be fine with a cubist cornea. And I said, what? <laughs> I so, didn't say that. Excuse and me. And I meant it. And in my mind, because of who I am, cause I am Elliot Nelson. So it's not even about cultural standpoints. I'm not putting a cubist cornea on my wife's <laughs> finger. Like that's just not me. Uh, but I understand the premise of my wife saying or Larissa saying, yo, like that don't really, I just want to be with you. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't, it ain't that big of a deal to be dropping bands, you know? And there's a, there's a rule culturally that says that the ring needs to be three times your salary. Are you serious? I did not know that. Wow. So I guess I'm just not hip to culture. I guess it may be monthly salary or whatever, but it was, I remember it was like three X something, your salary. I said, that's so stupid. Like, <laughs> that's so dumb, especially in 2021 where debt is high, all these other things. A lot of y'all going to say that men can't, shouldn't get married if they got debt, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what I have to say to you is screw you because here's the, here's the deal. Here's the bottom line is that if you're going to put away love and happiness because of debt, then I think you have a heart problem. Um, Really because, like, I get it. This and Maybe this is going to be our next episode talking about gender roles and things like that. I won't get too deep into that. But I think a lot of it really like just stems from this 1970s mindset. I posted something on, on Instagram the other day or about a month ago. And I said, y'all want uh 2021 husband and wives with 1970s principles. Make it make sense. Right. Make it make sense. And so a lot of people are looking for that. And so some of the stories are talking about um, I'm the prize and you know, you need to put a whole lot of money into the ring and da 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 And it just it 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 was scary to see that we're still putting our worth into diamonds, um, like like. And I I I get it to some extent. I get it to some extent, but at the same time, at the same time, I don't get it because here's the here's the deal: a man can put a ten thousand dollar ring on your finger and he will still cheat on you. A ring, and some people were even saying like yeah, he could cheat. He could cheat on me. I still got this expensive ring on. That sounds stupid. Did you see the replies of the women saying they didn't have a ring and they had been married for twenty plus years and yeah. they didn't have weddings or they had small weddings or they had like not exp- inexpensive wedding rings? And I'm thinking, wow, there's like a major contrast here. Yeah. You guys are worried about the wrong things, and the people who ain't worried about the wrong things, the people who are worried about the right things, are the ones that got it all. Yeah, and I think uh, too is that like we we see these conversations all the time. Like for example, um, one of the the big topics that happens on social media every like two months is like, uh, oh, who's gonna make my plate first, or or it's the oh, plate first gosh. thing, husband or or kid, or who do you put first? wife or, or mom those type of things you know or 
even the bills today. Uh, I ain't paying half with, with my man. Like, he need to pay all. All this different thing. Married folk don't care. They really don't. <laughs> I promise. We, are we pro- not even they. We do not care. Did the bill get paid? It did. Okay. Like, nobody tripping. Like, like I don't understand why people... These conversations happen usually with, with single people who ain't got no prospects. But, again, not trying to take no shots. So, bottom line, though, is that I, I started to kind of think through when we were having this conversation about believers. How many how many believers believe this? You know? A lot of them, actually. But <laughs> I, I just think it's so contradictory to what Scripture tells us. Don't put your hope and your trust and, you know, essentially um, your worth in earthly possessions, in material things. Right. Yeah. And I think interesting enough, since we, we're on the, the Christian perspective, one of the scriptures that always screams out to me is about, it's in Ephesians, obviously, is a man who finds a wife, finds a good thing, and receives favor for the Lord. Um, and when we're talking about, when I, when I think through worthiness, I think, through, and a lot of people are going, they probably going to shade me from what I'm about to say. But hear me out very carefully. Why is it very specific scripturally where it says a man that finds a wife? Why did God word it that way? Wait, did you say that was in Ephesians? A man that finds a wife finds a wife. That ain't in Ephesians. That's in Proverbs. Oh, shoot. I'm I'm thinking ahead of myself. There, there's a scripture about husbands. I, I read Ephesians all the time, so I'm thinking that that's what it says. But maybe it is in Proverbs. Um. Either way, excuse me, Lord. I'm so sorry. I know you were. I just had a brain freeze. Um, but yeah, it, the, a man that finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor for the Lord. I think it's very specific of God to say a man that finds a wife, right? Because for him to say that, he's he's entailing that this person is already married, right? And we can make some some justifications about that, like married to Jesus, you know, <laughs> those type of things, like, you know, the bridegroom type of thing. But I think the very conclusion of this is that it's a man that finds a woman worthy of marriage. A man that, like, I break this down to, to, to people all the time. When Adam is in the garden and he's asleep, he didn't see Eve. First. Like, he was asleep. He woke up and Eve was highlighted to Adam. Adam had the foresight to see this person in front of him and say, this is flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. Right. Notice the breakdown here. And then now we see God say a man that finds a wife. So it entails that a man has to see a woman Mm. Mm. for who she is and to name her as a wife. I'm talking about worthiness here because a lot of people who make these comments ain't really worthy of a $10,000 ring anyway. Like you, you doing all of this fussing, and this is why I try to tread lightly on talking about the woman because y'all be like, men need to just stay out of women's business, everything. That's why I got my wife on the podcast so that she can, you know, blow over some smoke uh, on, on that on that front. But on the, and I would say this to men too. What makes you think she should say yes to you for what? Like what for what exactly? And and my and even to the ring conversation, a man can buy a ten thousand dollar ring a $5,000 ring and not be worthy for a husband position. We're putting price tags on whether or not somebody's worthy. Mm. And that is not what scripture even talks about. God never said anything about, Oh yeah. If you want to marry my daughter, you need to buy, buy her a a $50,000 ring. Come on dog. We know, like we know, and, he, and he's the good, the best father. Like he, he's the one that he's the he, giver of he, good. He gifts. is the good father. Like, what, what father wouldn't want their daughter to have the best ring during her proposal or when she gets proposed to? So, I mean, that should just tell you right there. The Bible don't say nothing about a daggone ring, right? It don't say nothing about a ring. And if the Lord really cared about that, he would have put it in there. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's not like. Again, I get I get the whole like I'm the prize like you know what I'm saying like I went through, first off maybe like that is compensation for a lot of hell you might have went through I deserve this because yeah, you took me through all of this responses. it could be a trauma response and if that's a trauma response not cool but uh, at the same time like I understand 
But even when we were talking, when I was was going after doing uh, Larissa's ring, like I even had a mindset of I need to give her the the nicest ring, and I had like a ballpark figure of what I wanted to do, and it was higher than exactly what I got her. Uh, but eventually, I and said, that ring was expensive. It's paid off too, by the way. Yeah, it's paid off. So yeah, um, but but the ring I bought her, I felt like yo, this is this is kind of high priced. Even though it wasn't to to you know the human eye, like you know, I had I think amongst a lot of my peers, I had the cheapest ring. <laughs> but you would never tell that it's a cheap ring because it's not number it's one. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. Number one. Number two. I, I just don't, I don't think also people don't have the for, the knowledge of I, that's what I learned to my experience when it came to rings is that just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's a good ring. That's true. Just because you got a ten thousand dollar ring, so what? There's no clarity in it. Like that, and that was the that was the eye opener for me during the whole entire process. It was that rings really don't mean a thing. It don't matter what price tag you put on a ring. That 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 ten thousand dollar ring might be uh, or that two thousand dollar ring might be ten times better than your ten thousand dollar one. And ex- yeah, because actually, there's a bunch of articles on the internet about how diamonds really aren't worth much anymore. Yeah. Because they're lab-growing them now. And lab-grown ones look better than the, the actual ones. Sometimes. You know, you got to go through all this clarity, all these, like, it, it, it's, it was super crazy experience for me to go through. But I'm saying all that to say that if my jeweler could say, can look at your $10,000 ring and compare it to my wife's ring and still choose my wife's ring over yours ring, it shows you that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all because at the end of the day, like, this man wants to be with you. You want to be with this man and going broke over a ring. just doesn't sound like, I don't even care if he's an NBA player. Like stop pocket watching people. So like thinking through this conversation and said, man, like do people really know their worth anymore? Like they're real legitimate. Worth. They're real legitimate worth. We're not talking about materialistic things here. We're talking about just your worth as sons and daughters. Do you understand your worth? Like, do you know that, like, you were, like, that you are a royal priesthood? Do you know that, like, that even in the midst of all of your struggles, all of your shortcomings, God saw you worthy enough? I'm coming, I'm coming right down through here. Um, that God saw you worthy enough to even send a son to die for you, that you were bought with a specific price. And that stuff right there is worth so much more than a $10,000 ring. Some of them women on that daggone post, I ain't going to lie to you. Y'all are crazy. Yeah, I, I was like, what? I could the? hear the singleness in the post. Um, and again, I say out of woman's business because at the end of the day, I ain't going to cancel me. But like, I wonder if it if it's a culture thing because I notice that people who are African, like especially like Nigerians and stuff, and she said most of them responses are from Ghanaian women. A lot of them can be very, um, quote unquote, prideful. Uh, some of them can be a bit arrogant uh but you know i I don't my dad would have to tell me a lot more than that because i'm not really too sure well i I mean you you ain't even gotta tell me just look at the weddings they have yeah but that that, that's traditional stuff though so their weddings i'm saying is it more cultural it probably is more cultural but I, i mean we see it here in america though like the people trip off of what wedding rings people in in america be fronting the africans got the real money and that's true like if you got the money ball out you know even if i had the market of uh, the money i probably wouldn't ball out but you know at the end of the day like i think you know there just has to be a fine line between you know am i obsessing over this ring even when it comes to weddings because you, we went through the wedding process and not to bring up an old wound for you <laughs> but we went through the wedding process and hey Terrible. Us getting married Ugh. the very first time was a lot more special. Like I said, I I loved our second wedding because my parents got to see it. That was what made it all worth it for me. Why I liked it. Yeah, that's that's what made it all worth it for me. But other than that, it's like, man, like you don't really need a wedding. Like you're doing a whole bunch of you know stuff that you know. And praise God for everyone that's having weddings even in the season right now. Like you know, props to y'all, but. You know, if I had to do it again, I one my parents would be the, be there for the first one, <laughs> but number two, I probably wouldn't do it again because at the end of ain't the day, ain't no probably. Um, at the end of the day, 
or or not even not 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 probably. I probably would have a destination wedding where where people can fly no, out. I wouldn't do it. I wow. just wouldn't do it. Period. But you know, it's it's just uh it's just an interesting time, and even going down to like you know Pastor Manny Arango, who um is is killing it on social media. He has his uh, you know armor courses and everything like that, uh, and he started posting recently about singleness. <laughs> Uh, and he did a list. I wish, I hope I, I thought I screenshot the list, but I don't think I did. He did a list where he talked about, oh, uh, 12 reasons why you're single. And the very first one said, you're not physically attractive. And I said, Oop, well, just go straight to it then, Manny. Uh, and, uh, like to kind of pinpoint from the ring conversation, uh, a lot of people who are talking about the ring or, or looking for a specific ring and you still single, one, like I talked about, are you worthy enough for the ring? But two, I think the the basis point is, are you physically attractive too? I don't think they want to hear that that conversation right now. And it's not to say, and, and Manny cleared it up too, because he's like, I had a lot of people messaging me saying that, oh, are you saying that people are ugly, things like that? I said, no, 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 no. I said, I'm talking about physical attractiveness, meaning that do you brush your teeth? Are you constantly musty? Are you overweight? Those type of things. Um, yeah, when it came to uh, Pastor Manny's posts about physical attractiveness and things like that, it just, like, a lot of people, oh, yeah, he was talking about body order, and he was talking about, like, you know, you probably need to lose weight. He said that he broke up with his wife when they first started dating because she didn't know how to dress. Um, Are you serious? Yeah, but wow. he said all of that ties into physical attractiveness. And so tell me why. A man will put a $5,000 ring on somebody or a $10,000 ring on somebody and you're not even physically attractive. Tell me why, fellas, why she should accept your proposal when you don't even get a haircut every week. And now I'm talking to myself because I haven't got a haircut every week, but that is neither here nor there. Mm. Um, I used to. I'm going to start getting back to it because I miss my old self. So that's just that's just that. But. Case in point, though, like, but one, two, two, I'm able to say this because I'm married. Like, that there's things that I've even talked about this on my post today that you become a father and you become a husband in a two year time span. You do all of these things, you move, you get new careers, you get all the stuff, you get comfortable and you start relaxing a little bit. And then you relax a little bit too much and you get too comfortable. And therefore, the things that you that used to be super serious to you and super like, I have to do this, I have to do this. It's like now, like, oh, I'll get to it when I can. Um, and that's just kind of, you know, the ways of life. But for specific people who are looking to be married or even engaged, like, you are wanting somebody to want you, but you're not making yourself wantable. Like, and that's that's case in point. So nobody calling you ugly. Uh, but I, I am asking the question, like, physical attractiveness is actually connected to worthiness in some way, shape, or form. It is connected to worthiness. Oh, this is this is a good point for me to insert what I've been studying. Queen Esther, for example, there's a scripture that the Lord highlighted to me in that book. It says an Esther won favor from everybody who saw her, everybody who saw her. She got favor from everybody who laid eyes on her. Why? Because of her beauty and because of the way she carried herself. Yeah. And she was literally, she went from an orphan to being, a, from, she went from being an orphan to the, the queen. Yeah. That's crazy. Because yeah. of the way she, she looked and, and carried herself. herself. Yep. They were talking about her physical beauty throughout the whole entire book. Yeah. That's crazy to me. And that even reminds me of when God, t- like, he really expresses the fact that we should be taking care of our temples. And Manny made this point too, but I'm just now thinking through um, the fact that, or actually it was, it was when we had that, I don't know if I'm able to do this or not, but you probably don't remember this, but when we were getting that prophetic word a few weeks ago on zoom during the interview, and I remember him specifically saying you will live a lavish life or live lavishly to show the lavishness of God. And that, that thing sat with me for a while, not because, like, everyone knows that, you know, Elliot wants a Tesla, Genesis, all these different things, like, things like that. But it's like, yo, like, we are actually representatives of God. How is it, and we talk about people, all the, like, not talk about people in a bad way, but we see people who are leaders and who are on stage on worship, like, worshiping and things like that. 
and they look terrible. Like I ain't gonna hold. Like I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. They look terrible, and it's like, why are? How are we supposed to be the representatives of the kingdom of God? And a rep- and I'm talking to myself. This the is actually kingdom. getting me happy. The this, kingdom, yeah, like it's this kingdom. This is doing something in my heart because literally, like I think I was I was talking to to my boy Trey a couple nights ago, and I said, "Man, like, you know, it it's not an excuse for me to continue to say, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a father, and that's why like I ain't got my way together. Like, nah, I need some I need some discipline. That's what it is. Like, I can't just be out here like saying." saying that as an excuse and I really rarely have used it as an excuse lately but like I look at myself in the mirror and I say yo you gotta represent God a little bit better you were once doing that but now because of the ebbs and flows of life kind of like let it go a little bit um and now when I look at people who are literally leaders and they look at mess and I'm like dog like God, this is not who God is. No, and it, it doesn't speak well of him. It does not speak well of Self-control, him Self-control, discipline, that's a fruit of the spirit. The Lord ain't telling you in your prayer time, it, one, either you're not praying, mm-hmm. or gosh. two, you just ain't listening. You just don't care. The Lord ain't on your tail about your discipline and your eating habits and, you know, you not working out and being healthy for your family and, you know, actually leaving a a legacy of health and and wealth. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. Y'all ain't listening to the man. Yeah, I 100% agree because God definitely got on me about discipline. And soon after that, multiple videos hit my inbox uh, randomly my mom sent me one and she don't even know i was thinking through the discipline charles stanley destiny of discipline what oh wow that's crazy <laughs> i said i said uh, okay uh ypj Love me some charles stanley <laughs> ypj he posted something um about how god was getting on him about how he was eating and said you're not grateful for your health he said god literally said to him you're not grateful he said what do you mean god he said if you were grateful for your health, you wouldn't put in your body what you put in your body. He said, dang, that ate me up. Cause I shouldn't and I haven't I haven't been to Bojan in a long time since that, that sandwich came out. So it's been a minute. But it's making and what what my boy Tristan made me realize is that a lot of times people this is a this is a whole like we're going into a whole different conversation with it, but it still goes into physical attractiveness. But a lot of times we beat ourselves up. You and I even beat ourselves up about our weight. Like, dang, man, I need to, I need to do better. Dang, man, like, you know, my feet be hurting sometimes, like, because I, I'm carrying so much weight that I've never carried before, never been this this size before. And so, bottom line is that people need to understand that one of the things that I'm realizing that does bring glory to God is compounded effort. It's one thing for you to be undisciplined, but are you undisciplined? and at least taking the right steps to get to strict discipline. Discipline, yeah. Are you are you at a place where you are taking those rightful points and compounding them daily? That's why every Sunday now, I'm like, Elliot, what's your goals for this week? Go to the gym three times this week. If I can do it a fourth time, that'll be a big win. But my striving is to do three times a week. So those for those of you that are looking to be physically attractive to – Whoever you're looking for. And and this is this is the other thing that, that gets me is that you want to be noticed, but you're not doing things that make you noticeable. Like, and I know there's a lot of rhyme schemes that I'm giving out, but like peep game, you're not doing things that are noticeable. I noticed my wife based on the pictures that she was posting. You remember when you posted that, that picture, you said, I got ready in 2.5 seconds. And I said, nah, queen, you didn't. I don't believe it. But that was my way of flirting with her. But at the same time, that picture caught my attention. Who is this in this fur with these leggings on? I need to know. Completely covered. And she was completely covered. Hey, hallelujah. She was completely covered. You know, and I think there's a lot of, lot of, you know, mis or misconceptions when it comes to men in the church, when it comes to stuff like that. Um, Oh, they don't want men, women in the church. No, sweetheart. Like they want women in the church. They just don't want you wearing these daggone jean skirts. You over here dressed like grandma. And 2021 with your 25-year-old self, you know better. We're talking about physical attractiveness here. This is why Manny talked about, he talked about 
the way someone dresses. If you're dressing like you live in the 1970s, don't expect to get no 2021 man. Right. You're right. That's right. Same, a, a millennial. Same thing with, with men. You looking for a, a woman that, that gives you that Beyonce type of feel, but you don't need Jay Z even dress better than you, and he don't even dress that good. So, like, people have got to get. I, I don't know if there's a whole thing of inheritance of physical attractiveness, but <laughs> maybe there needs to be. Because the bottom line is that we are God's children. We are we are his his mouthpiece. We are the the thing that he uh he has placed on this earth. He created us from the crown of our head to the sole of his feet. Like if the entire like you come here to to North Carolina, babe, and see all these trees and say it's a beautiful scenery. This is it's so beautiful here. But nobody can look at your tail and say, Wow, the scenery of this person is gorgeous. How important is that to God? I think it's very, very important. And a lot of people don't want to talk about that because it feels like, oh, like that's slighting, uh, that's slighting a person, that's shaming a person. Nah. No, it's not. Because in kingdom culture, what do they do? Do y'all know how the queen of England and then be dressing? They don't step out for nothing less. Because why? They're royalty. They know the kingdom rules. You have to dress a certain way when you're a part of royalty. Why do you think that you looking any old kind of way when you're a part of the kingdom of God is going to get you to turn heads or get people to turn heads yeah. in your direction? Yeah. Come on, y'all. Yeah, that's and that's real. So the bottom line is that if you, especially if y'all want that $10,000, I'm, I'm not over that. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are literally... Y'all, yeah, that that was crazy. Y'all, were wild. I need an expensive ring, girl. You don't even your your part in your head is crooked, and you looking. I ain't trying to be shady, but some of y'all, not, Lord Jesus, some of y'all not even like that to be getting that type of ring. Can you buy yourself a ten thousand dollar ring? You can't even buy yourself that. You drowning in debt, but want that man to drown in debt for you? Nope, that's a turnoff. Yeah. And I think a lot of men. Yeah, and you know, y'all talked about Kevin Samuels, and I don't agree with everything Kevin Samuels says. But I really agree when he comes for the men. Like, he really, I know Larissa doesn't really listen to him like that, or has never really listened to him. I don't even know who he is. Kevin Samuels is a, a polarizing figure on social media who's actually been very quiet lately, but he is known for his takes on women. And he once said to a, a woman, why do you think you deserve a high-figure man and you got three kids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's no comment <laughs> i don't think that was right of him to say no but it, she so he's an image consultant and so she came like it's like he does these things on youtube one day we'll probably watch it and i don't again some people say don't watch it with your woman but larissa don't really care i don't my my views don't shift based off of man. i really don't um but one of the things he's an image consultant, and she was like, "Yo, like you know, I want a six figure man, da 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 da, and this all this." And she, he was like, "What? Like what? Why? You need to find a man that is in your range." I tell this to dudes all the time. Dudes, dudes be wanting these fine tail women, be following all these exotic women, thinking that their wife is gonna look like that. You need to stay in your lane, okay? You are about a six. Sir. Okay, well, what about you? I am a nine. Oh, I like to count. Am I not a nine? Eleven. Oh, <laughs> she she knew that she was gonna get eight up on this Zaggle podcast. <laughs> um, I but no, I call myself. I th- I think I'm a good catch. I think I think so. What attracted me to Elliot? He carried himself so well, even on social media. You could just look at his profiles and be like, "Dang, this is a, a solid dude." Like, he's solid. He knows how to carry himself. He's classy. You know, he's Amen. he's he's not on here showing off his money because he has money. And he had money at the time. He had a really good job. Master's degree. You know, why is this sexy chocolate brother single? Let me go ahead and slide in his DMs and make myself noticeable. Uh, come on. And then what happened? And then I saw that she was my... Bingo. The formula for this is it. This is the game plan right here for y'all. So for all y'all ladies that are sitting there scheming on dudes, waiting for him to reach out to you, 
Here's what you need to do. You need to approach his DMs and allow God to work his eyes. Yeah, Hello. Yeah, yeah. He needs to work. God needs to work his eyes. You are only like you're only in the participant. You're only the participant of the highlighting, the highlighting phase. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, your I, material being highlighted. Yeah, like you, you that's all you are. Like it, it, and the thing is, so when I'm in the morning sitting down reading my Bible study and I have my highlighter, the only thing that I highlight, the only things that I highlight are the things that stick out to me for some reason, for whatever reason, the things that catch my attention. Mm-hmm. I highlight it because maybe I want to go back to it because it serves of some type of importance. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. You know, I was also thinking the other day, too, is that I said, man, like a lot of dudes, and this is another episode for another time, but I I wanted to pinpoint this here is that I don't think I would be making the money that I'm making now. It's totally off off topic, but I don't think I would make the money I'm making now had I not got married. I think there needs to be a more, uh, a very vivid conversation to men and women about how important marriage is to the success of somebody. Especially the success of a man. Especially, the, I'm telling y'all, especially the the success of a man. Like, y'all think that Elliot before marriage was straight? Nah. <laughs> when I got married, that's when my life really changed. And I'm not talking about just getting married for the sake of getting married. When you marry the right person... It, it'll literally thrust you into the will of God, into the plans of God. Because now he's like, oh, bet you got a helper now. Yeah. You literally have a help me yeah. to help you fulfill the things that I've called you to do. Yeah. And had I not been physically attracted to, attractive to my wife, she wouldn't have seen me. She wouldn't have, have looked my direction. But as, you, as she so eloquently put it, it was the way I carried myself that opened her eyes. And beauty is... Is is uh this is a part of something that I am doing right now, but um I've been kind of meditating on the fact that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You can be attracted to, or you can be attractive to someone else and not everybody else. Yeah, whoever the Lord has for you is for you and that's in every aspect physically mentally emotionally sexually hey now come on somebody I, I know you need a break I don't don't get to talking today <laughs> all right i will shut this podcast off right now i'm serious though the person you're meant to be with is going to be for you exclusively for you mm. and, I, and i actually want to pinpoint the sexually part because I, I responded to one of manny's posts and i said you know what's funny is about this conversation is that a lot like when before I got married, before I even met Larissa, you know, there had been some people who, you know, wanted me to like talk to this person, talk to that person. And I was not attracted to them. I didn't care how much they loved Jesus. I wasn't attracted to them. Um, and I literally told them, said, yo, like, like they might be cool people, but I'm not attracted to them. And immediately a person said, oh, you just called her ugly. I said, I said, no, I'm not attracted to her. She is somebody else's wife. Right. <laughs> like, for your point, she is not Elliot's wife. That is not who I'm looking for. But I told him, I said, I think there has to be a, con- not even a conversation, but, like, people have got to understand that God is the creator mm-hmm. of not just beauty. He is the creator of spiritual attractiveness, mm-hmm. emotional attractiveness. Because he puts something in everybody for somebody else. Precisely. And whoever you're, quote-unquote, supposed to marry, they're going to fit exactly what you need. And this all ties back into knowing your worth. But you have to know yourself and what you deserve before you can go out saying, oh, I deserve you. I deserve this. I deserve that. I deserve a $10,000 ring. I deserve da-da-da-da-da. I looked at Elliot and was like, you know what? I see, and I'll just use this for example, I can just see through the screen how calm, cool, collected this brother is. I need that. I deserve that. I'm a hot, fiery, super feisty (laughs) firecracker. And I deserve somebody to put my fires out. And what does he do? He puts my fires out. For sure. Or or I shut myself up and allow the fire to To, to fizzle out. Yeah. 
and like, all right, you calm now. You so cool? you you have to know yourself to yeah. know you not just know yourself, but you have to get to know who God is to you because He is mm-hmm. the King, yeah. and we're serving Him. Yeah. And He created us. He created somebody specifically for you. Yeah. So once you get to know Him as your Father, as your King, as your Creator, as your Lord, He's going to show you exactly who you deserve, what you deserve. And then you got to go out and prove that. Yeah. Praise the Lord. You better preach. Yeah. I felt that thing. Yeah. First lady. A lot of, a lot of, and it just really breaks my heart. A lot of these women just, and you can look at somebody and and we do it all the time, especially black women. We do. You don't deserve this. You're worth more than this. Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. It's, I could, go on and on and on (laughs) yeah and i think also like uh, i've said this before when it comes to men is that before eve even came into the picture adam knew who he was yep he knew exactly who he was because he was in perfect communication with the father yep he he knew exactly who he was he knew his assignment he knew his purpose he like nothing yep. nothing eve could do outside of eating an apple stupid adam but <laughs> but nothing eve could do could stop like that that man like he that's the reason why he was able here it come this is why he was able to see his wife for who yep. He she was because at the end of the day that man knew who he was yep. that man like Fellas, you are never going to see. I've said this before. I said that a thousand times. You are never going to know who your wife is if you do not know who you are. Mm. You're not going to be able to see. And that is not aimed at at men enough. People don't talk about that no. with men enough. No, I, I say it like like why like you don't even know who you are. Mm. One day you're mm. this, the next day you're that. I was confident and knew that Elliot was a marketer. Elliot had a communication gift. Elliot has businesses, ideas inside of him. Nobody can take. If Larissa had came in and say, you're a history teacher. Girl, you can go. Bye. <laughs> what? I am not that. <laughs> but I'm serious, though. Like, I'm, like, I'm, like, if she was to come and try to stray away, like, everything that my wife has spoke about, investing, I would, I would never forget the conversation in my mama's room on FaceTime. I feel like you're going to get into investing. Wow. Here we are in 20. <laughs> I 20, said that? Yes. I would wow. never forget. It's, it's like stained in my, in my membrane for some reason. But in 2021, here I am investing in crypto, trading, wow. doing all these things. I even, like my it boy. It's one of his passions now. It, like one of my boys uh, sent a Tesla trade uh, th- this morning. And I made like 25 bucks off of it. I said, well, look at God. But I say, and investing is definitely one of my passions. Digital assets, investing in digital assets, it's one of my passions now. But none of that strayed away from who I was as Elliot. Because not it didn't, it didn't stray away. It complimented. Because I have always been a digital person. I'm a digital marketer by trade. I am a digital entrepreneur. Like, I've built digital brands before. So none of that, everything you see is always digital with me. And I'm a tech savvy guy too. So all of that combines into one. And then she should come talking about something. You're going to be investing <laughs> like that's crazy. But I say all that to say, like you will, you're never going to find somebody without knowing without finding yourself. I know it's very cliche without finding yourself. First. It's not cliche. It's just the true thing. And I'm, I'm going to tread lightly. Those of y'all who don't know your worth, you're going to keep getting tied up and you're going to keep getting tied up and you're going to keep wasting your time and you're going to keep giving yourself to people who don't deserve you. You're worth more than that. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I woke up one day after an almost three-year relationship, after this man proposed to me, after the Lord showed me my worth, showed me my future, showed me, you know, the things that were to come. And I said, oh, heck no. This is over. Because I don't deserve this i'm worth more than what you're offering to me yeah and now look at me (laughs) that's like the biggest flex ever (laughs) yeah y'all so i mean a part of a part of having you know i gotta end one on a heritage tip but part of having that inheritance is literally knowing your worth like god he he left it here for you for you to know who you are you can only find the identity in him like at the end of the day and it ain't that hard y'all open your bible open your bible 
that, and it's that's, right there. Like Larissa talked about, like me, like how I carried myself, but like she she saw me talking about kingship a whole lot, mm-hmm. a whole mm-hmm. lot. You want to know why? Because I got it from the Bible. It says you are. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I got it from the Bible. Like I didn't just wake up one day and say I'm a king. No. <laughs> The Bible said that you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. <laughs> <For> <laughs> so God sees me as a king. It says in his word, he is king of all kings. So if he is king of all kings, that means that I am a king. That And I, you know, studying a little theology at one point in time when I was uh, at a, a multicultural church, like they even said, like God looks at us as many gods. As many like small small G gods. So if he sees us as a mini god, and and when we say that, so when I hear that, I automatically think of the Lord telling Adam he has dominion over everything in yes. the earth. Yes, dominion is a royalty word. Yeah. It's a kingdom word. It's a part of the kingdom culture. Yeah. What do you do? When you're the king of something, you reign, you have dominion in certain areas and certain terrains and, you know, certain um, terraces and um, what's the uh, providences and what's them thing? Parishes. Yeah. Parishes. There you go. Yeah. So that right there proves. And if we are made in the image and the likeness of God. There it comes. And if we come from Adam, what do you think we are? Royalty, royalty, and then shout out to Mali Music too because he had the song "Royalty Kings and Queens Royal Royal," like, and that was one of my favorite songs in that season because it literally described how I was feeling about myself. That Elliot, God sees you as a king, yeah. And when you believe it, you live it. We are literally living this thing. We don't just talk to y'all about this because uh-huh. we think it's cool. This is real. No. Like we do this, y'all think I'm just sitting like people. I don't. Maybe y'all y'all think I'll just be talking about airship for no reason. But when y'all see Larissa get the car that she's that she's been wanting, when you see income has been flowing and and growing, crazy like, like crazy. Oh my god! Like when when you see like our right, like investments going up, things like that. These are things that God has placed inside. Like He's literally done this because. We are heirs. And we believe it and we know it and we live it. And we live the principles we, of I, the kingdom. I live the principles of the kingdom. Like I live by, I don't play by the world standards. I play by kingdom rules. Lords, and I, I said this in the investment episode. This is not the investment episode, but this is for a future time. But, you know, we've talked about it before. That even tithing is an investment principle. So I can take this kingdom principle and take it into the investing market. I can take my ten. I can take another ten percent of my income and take it to the stock market. Why? Because God was the one who created, and because He owns a cattle of a thousand hills. I'm gonna end like this. He owns a cattle of a thousand hills. I literally know that. I think Et said this before. I don't use my bank account. I use God's bank account. Mm-hmm. He don't want paying for it, not me. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> like, yeah, it might be coming out of my bank account, but I've tapped into His. And that's exactly how we live. Like, there's nothing that has, like, even from us even moving to to to, to here, things just kind of exploded out of nowhere. But it's because I positioned myself as not just a son, not just a king, but because I'm an heir. I am a benefactor of God's kingdom. Yeah, we ain't orphans no more, y'all. And that's the thing. So if you living in an orphan you know, type of, I won't say type of vibe. It's not a vibe. Um, if you have an orphan mindset, you just don't know your worth. And you got, you got to know your worth. Even it's, it. <sighs> Dr. Faith uh, talked about this this past Sunday, that a part of the poverty mindset is the fact that you're an orphan. Like you have got to get your mind to the point where you are a child because children want for ask my daughter. I have to literally shake her in the in the store to get something out of her hand because like we ain't really buying that sis because you're not gonna play with it. But the end all be all is the simple fact that man, like my life as a king, 
my life as an heir, my life as a son. It's not rooted in an orphan and being an orphan. It's rooted in knowing that no, no matter what. I see people falling away from the faith and all of that stuff. And as I see it, I'm like, I remember when I used to be somebody who was almost falling away from the faith, but God chased me down. He, he stopped at nothing for me to continue on and being a son. So I say all that to say, or we say all that to say, because this came, it came in like a mini sermon out of nowhere. But I say all that to say, like, like we, we just, we talk about this, not, not for our health. Like, I know a lot of people talk a good game on social media. They talk, they run their mouth, they do all these things. When I tell y'all we lift this from front to back. Every day. Even even when we were dating, we were living this. And even in the little things. Even in the little things. How how Larissa will pray about, oh, if I'm, if I'm supposed to be married to this man, I need you to find me some accessories for this dress. Walking to Burlington and she found her little accessories. Small stuff like that, bro. Like, it's, it's just, it's as that, it's as simple as that. If you are truly an heir of God, I'm not saying that you shouldn't want for nothing. But what I am saying is that it's time to tap into the kingdom resources. It's time to cap, tap into the kingdom principles. You've been playing too long with worldly systems, and they ain't worked for you. Nope. And that's why you're still single. <laughs> and that is why you are possibly still single. I ain't saying that like there's only one person specific for you and God's going to send that person. Like, we'll talk about that on another episode. But let's just talk about the fact that if you really want to make yourself available to someone, you got to play by kingdom rules. Not even play by kingdom rules, not like the word play, but you got to go by kingdom rules. What does your scripture say? Know your worth and add tax. That's not what scripture says, but that's what I feel All like God right. would say. But. Yeah, y'all, know your worth. It's an inheritance. It's something that God wants for you. Uh, and chill out on the $10,000 ring, y'all. Like, for real, get over it. So, uh, all hearts, minds are clear. Uh, this is Elliot Nelson along with my lovely wife, Larissa Nelson. She's clipping her nails right now and ready to go to sleep. I'm about to be getting on some charts in a second. If you are, if you love this episode, go ahead and send it to somebody, man. Somebody who needs to know their worth. Let them know that they're heirs, they're co-heirs of Christ. I know who I'm ascended to. Oh, I think I already know who you're talking about, too. <laughs> uh, Romans 8, 17 is our basic scripture. It just says that, you know, we are heirs. It says, it doesn't say it like that, but that's what I'm pre-referencing, that it says we are heirs. And so make sure you hashtag it. Make sure you, you talk about it. Make sure you just get this ingrained in your head, because I'm going to beat it over your head for the next for the rest of my life. It's never leaving me. This is my assignment to let everyone know that they are sons and daughters of the most high God. And if you are sons and daughters, you are heirs and you are benefactors of the kingdom of God. I am Elliot Nelson. This is my wife, Larissa Nelson. This is an on-air podcast. And we will see you on the next episode. Peace.